The Bengals beat the Chiefs three times in 2022, boys. And one of those was a playoff game. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. You know, guys, every time, I mean, literally, I'm not, this is not a euphemism, I mean this. Every time I hear our intro now, I think about that lost intro, the one that doesn't exist, that I never heard. Oh my gosh. I think about it. I think about it all the time. I just wish I couldn't have known because there's no doubt in my mind it was fucking perfect and probably could have potentially just replaced our intro. Like that could have been the new intro we were waiting for. No, it could have been. You would have used it for me. God, it makes me sick. Oh, it's gone. I felt so bad about that. I bought Daniel a bottle of whiskey to make him feel better. That's a lie. It was such a good show. No, he didn't. He actually did. It was such a good show. Are we seriously back on the whiskey thing? (laughs) No, he really did though. Okay, but can we not? Have you tried it? It's been 45 minutes that you guys have been talking about Blanton's whiskey, guys. You weren't even talking about Blanton's. You just have Blanton's in front of me right now. I don't want to talk about it. We're not talking about whiskey. I don't care what you were talking about. Stop showing me the whiskey. I'm moving on. A week ago, we were... It's kind of crazy to think that just a week ago, we were talking about DeMar Hamlin and that terrible Monday night accident. Like, that was a week ago. He's home now. So let's just get that out of the way. Um, I feel like we can get back to talking about football again. DeMar Hamlin's okay. Uh, We'll see what this means for the rest of of things. I don't want to speculate too much. I'm glad to see he's recovering. I hope he continues to recover. Um, The playoffs are here. So there was a couple of weeks ago, I want to say it was like four or five weeks ago, or maybe even a little bit more. Corey and I did an episode where we looked at some Teams that were kind of on the fringe that were going to have to make a really big push to get into the playoffs. Uh, We assumed a few things. One thing that we assumed incorrectly was that the Titans would make the playoffs. And I I think they lost every game since that show. uh, And they didn't. Seven straight. Yeah, they didn't. So it must have been seven weeks ago. About. Could have been six. Maybe they were coming off of one loss and we weren't concerned. But anyway. the, The one that we missed right off the rip there was Tennessee. Corey, do you have those teams in front of you? What were we right about? I do. Uh, NFC are sure things were Philly, Minnesota, Niners, Tampa, and Dallas. They are all still here and are, you know, are kind of guys in the mix. We thought would probably be wild cards. We had Seattle Giants, Atlanta, Green Bay, the Lions, and the Commanders. We picked Seattle and the Giants, and those are the two teams that made it in. So we were correct on the wild card front in the NFC. Uh, AFC is similar story. We had Kansas City, Miami, Tennessee, Baltimore, and Buffalo is the sure things. Obviously, as bad as, you know, AFC South is an absolute shit show. Jags came back and won that spot. Teams in the mix, we had the Bengals, Chargers, Patriots, Jets. We threw the Colts in just for fun. Uh, and we got the Bengals and the Chargers correct. So, besides Tennessee, we were 11 out of 12. We did really good on that show. No, there were 14s, 14 teams. Um, and we I missed, apologize, 13 yeah. out of 14. Yeah, we missed one, so 13 out of 14 is pretty fucking good if you ask me. Today, yeah, let's, nice. look, let's look at, now that we have the three of us, we have a playoff picture. It's complete. Let's go through the bracket. This could be an easy show, right? Let's just call that. We're going to go through the playoff bracket. 
get some ideas of how we think things, things are going to go. And then we're kind of cranking up the heat on the best bets of the week here. We're getting into the to the final stretch, so we've upped the ante a little bit. So that's what today's show is going to be. Playoff bracket with a little bit of a twist on the best bets of the week. Let's go ahead and start with, do you guys have anything before we get going? No. Uh, nope. I'm glad to see uh, DeMar Hamlin's doing well. Um, I know I was kind of on the you know negative conservative conservative side of things last week, but it looks like he's surpassed expectations. And you know, glad he's healthy. Glad he sounds like he's home. He went to Buffalo and he's home now, so that's great. Released yep. uh, yesterday. Same. Yeah, was it yesterday? I yeah. always get confused because it's a Thursday show recorded on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, so it would have been Wednesday when he was released. Yeah, so yesterday when people were listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's start. Um, we're going to do this in order of kickoff. So we'll start with Seattle against the San Francisco 49ers. I feel like this one's pretty easy. I, I, the spread's nine and a half points on DraftKings. I think it could be a little bit bigger. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and jump out first. I think Seattle wins this game by a pretty hefty what? margin. I'm sorry. I was looking at Seattle when I said that. I don't mean that. God damn, you fucking troll. I was like, oh my gosh. Like the Niners <laughs> win this game. By, by a hefty margin. By a hefty margin. And I was like, what is you going said, on? what? No, I had um, <laughs> I had Seattle right in my face when I said that. All right. And you with your stupid grin looking at me. Stop doing that. I was, you said something crazy, so. So I, I'll let you guys elaborate. I think you're going to agree with me. I think we can move on pretty quickly. Do either of you see a world? I guess, let me ask this. I think we all are going to agree that San Francisco is going to win this game. So can either of you come up with a scenario where Seattle wins it? Like, how does that happen? I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, they're a well-coached football team. Geno Smith's been playing well. Uh, this is Brock Purdy's first trip to the playoffs as an NFL starter. The rituals are going to be a little bit different. You're playing on a Saturday night. It's the biggest game of your career. Uh, there's probably a scenario, you know, we're talking about multiple universes here. There's a scenario where Brock Purdy comes out and shits the bed. But... As well as they are coached, I don't see that happening. I think uh, Brock Purdy will show up and get this done. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Seattle finds a way to pull this out. San Fran's a favorite for a reason. I think San Fran wins the football game. Yeah, even this week in the media, it was funny. Pete Carroll was talking about, you know, heck yeah, we made the playoffs. But unfortunately, we, we play the 49ers. Like, when's the last time you've heard a head coach say that? Like it, oh, it's wow. normally like, all right, yeah, we're ready to go. We're ready to take on this division rival. But he said literally word for word, unfortunately, we play the 49ers. They know they're going to lose. This game, this is over. I oh. I don't see I don't see a world where the 49ers lose this game. Did you guys just, see? Sorry, did you guys see? I think it was a TikTok this week, and it was of like Geno Smith doing the gritty after practice, and it was not a good gritty. <laughs> and then was it a the, Mike Gusecki gritty? Yeah, it was pretty bad, but he was, it was like less energetic. Like he was kind of joking around and he's like in the hallway at the complex and everybody's kind of like, stop, stop. And they're kind of laughing. And here comes Pete Carroll coming around the corner, zooming oh on a scooter and just <laughs> like, uh, uh, kind of uh, like dodges everybody and just keeps going. Dude is, is a freaking <clears> sick <throat> video. If you can find he it. is the oldest coach in the entire NFL. So he is. this is he, like, he, a, he needs some more wheels. I mean, this is like a cool scooter, like something you wish you had when you were 16. It was freaking awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. Of course, anything could happen on any given Sunday, or in this case, Saturday. 
I don't think that we see – it's not going to be easy for the Seahawks to win. Clearly, Pete Carroll doesn't think so either. I look forward to talking about what they're going to do at quarterback, but I want to save that. That's going to probably be an off-season show because it's pretty interesting situation. They're in, a, they're in one of the more unique situations with Geno Smith. But let's go ahead and move on. The 8-15 game on Saturday is the LA Chargers at Jacksonville Jaguars. That's not right. LA Chargers host Jacksonville no. Jaguars. Nope. Nope. Jacksonville won the division and LA got the wild card. Oh so my God. They are in Jacksonville. That's disgusting to me. Does it, it matter? It, this game's much closer. Vegas has them within two points. What do you guys think? This is an exciting game. This is a real exciting game. This is, this is the rookie season Trevor Lawrence was supposed to have. Like kind of like Andrew Luck did. He led his team to the playoffs. Well, his rookie season was starting in the trash and this is his real rookie season. He's going to show up here in the playoffs and have a chance to really prove himself and really put himself on the main stage. And I think he can do that. This offense has been popping and the chargers have just been underwhelming, man. It, like you kind of get excited to watch a chargers game and you turn it on. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, I, man, I don't know. I'll let you guys talk about it before I decide who I think is going to win this game. But I'm excited for this one. I think there's, you know, Herbert versus uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think, you know, this is a good chance. You know, everybody talks about Herbert being in the top tier. I kind of disagree with that at this point. Though Trevor Lawrence can knock him out in the playoffs. I think Trevor Lawrence immediately moves up into that top tier quarterbacks in the league. With you. Um, this is one of the games I had slated. Now, what's interesting is all of these games in the first round have already been played this year during the regular season. Do you remember when Jacksonville played LA early in the season? Do you guys remember that score? I do not. Jacksonville beat the chargers 38 to 10. That was when Jacksonville was still trying to find out who they were. This wasn't the hot streak ascending Jacksonville trying to win the division. This was early in the year. This was like week four or five, 38 to 10. I'm with you, Corey. L.A., I was all over them preseason. They have been so underwhelming. This has been a step back year for Justin Herbert and a big step forward for Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags, too. They're getting two points. So if you're betting, we can talk about that. I won't talk about it now, but um, maybe I hope that's something that comes up later because we all do like the Jags. The Chargers have left. So much to be desired. They just haven't oh been able to make it click. Um, listen, and and we talked about Justin Herbert a little bit last week. Don't be shocked if this is the game that we see the Justin Herbert that we used to know. He's gonna sure. be, he's he gonna can be throw back. five touchdowns. I mean, he's gonna be back. I don't know if it's gonna be this year. I don't know what's going on there. There's something. Well, wrong. here's the thing. Mike Williams needed help to even exit the locker room with back issues again following the game last week. And that's a huge I mean, this guy's, yeah, this guy's never healthy. And if Justin Herbert's going to have a good game, he needs his guys. And he can't just have injury-prone Keenan Allen to be the only one he throws to. Mike Williams is going to be very questionable entering this game. He had back spasms. He's had back issues his whole life, you know, through college and high school. So I, I don't like the vibes at all with the Chargers right now. Like I, Like I said a couple pods ago, Injuries galore throughout the defense. Um, Rashawn Slater, they opened up the practice window for him. 
but it's a 21-day practice window, so I don't think he's expected this week. He might be back next week. That's a huge addition if he can come back this week, but I really don't think he will. And uh, I, I think I think the Jaguars beat the beat the Chargers this week in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think that Keenan Allen's coming into the game healthy. I don't think he has any injury at the moment. Uh, but yeah, at the moment. But there's a lot of lot to be said, and there. Uh, there is some stats I don't have them in front of me, but when, when one of the two of them, Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, isn't on the field, they, they, the offense has crumbled. Um, they, yeah. they need both of them out there to, to be complete. And I think they, they've acknowledged that publicly. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let's chalk this up to Jacksonville, and we'll move on to Sunday at but 105. Who should have a good game in that is, is Austin Eckler. He, he, regardless of the outcome, the Jags rush D is not very, it's very underwhelming. And Austin Eckler has been one of the players of the year in the entire NFL. And he can make it happen. Justin Herbert without Mike Williams with Eckler because he catches it so well. But I just think this is, this is not going to be a great game. Um, Real quick. I'm looking up on the last time Jacksonville hosted a playoff game. Oh God. I, I don't, I'm not having anything pop up. Um, <laughs> Maybe because it's never. I don't, so all I was going to say is this crowd's going to be fucking jacked. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they weren't even supposed to be here, and now they've got a quarterback to get behind. They've got hope. They've got a future. They want to see this team succeed. Like, it, they, if this game was in L.A., Jacksonville would probably have home court advantage. Like, is it, <laughs> hosting first home playoff game in a generation, so it's been a while. Wow. Generations a long time. That's like an entire life and death of a person. Apparently. Right? Is that, is that what a generation is? Like, I, Jags have not hosted in 100 years. <laughs> I last um, hosted, uh, haven't hosted a playoff game since 1999. Woo! It's going to be, be juicing in there. Yeah, good for them. What a turnaround. That's a Cinderella story. And I, I mean, imagine they're going to win this. Imagine if they win this game. Like, what does that feel like? You I know, mean, imagine something how we didn't nervous talk about, Kansas City would be. Something we didn't talk about um, recently that I do want to talk about. I thought about it during the, the off time between shows. We didn't talk about Calvin Ridley coming back to Jacksonville next year. Yeah, God, just so, think. Yeah, let's table. He hasn't played football in two years, though. Yeah, let's table we'll ta- it. We'll table it. We got a whole show we'll for that. But um, but there's another topic. You know, I'd mentioned we need an alpha. I forgot there's an alpha on the roster. We'll, we'll see what that looks like. We'll talk about that another day. Wait, Calvin Ridley's on the Jags? Yeah. Yeah. Traded they this traded offseason. They traded the deadline. Yeah. I remember that now. God damn. Miami Dolphins yep. at the Buffalo Bills. This is um, the biggest spread of the week. Uh, Buffalo's yeah, favored by 13. Over. Two is not playing this game. Yeah. Good on the medical Teddy, staff. I don't think he's playing either. Uh, Teddy's he, questionable, I think Still I with saw. his broken finger. Yeah. yeah. Skylar Thompson is slated to start the rookie. It's over. Yeah. I think this one's pretty easy. Do we need... I don't even think there's much devil's advocate here. Buffalo wins this game. No yep. elaboration needed. Buffalo wins. Yep. Awesome. Easy as pie. New York Giants yep. at Vikings. This one gets a little more, this is a little more competitive game. Three point, three point spread uh, with the Vikings being the home team getting, losing the three points. So Vegas sees this as a pretty evenly matched game. I could see, okay, first off, it's important to note it's 440. So that's the Kirk Cousins that you're getting. It's a 440 p.m. game. So, so not prime time. Not prime time. 
But not all playoff games are prime time. Not, technically, not one o'clock either, right? So you're going to get some yeah. maybe mid level, maybe some great Kirk Cousins at the beginning, and then as we get into the evening hours, maybe he starts to throw a couple more interceptions than what we saw at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Mm. You get? Are you following the joke? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. You just stared at me like I was a fucking yeah. idiot. No, 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 I like I, it. I, think, I like it. I think we're all bamboozled by, or maybe bamboozled is not the right word, but. We don't know who the fuck's going to win this football game. I mean, part of me wants to lean towards Minnesota because I feel like they have the best player in the on the football field, Justin Jefferson. Then part of me just feels like there's no way Minnesota wins this football game. I'm probably going to need you guys to sell me here. Uh, or Giants win dirty. I kind of like that. I kind of like the Giants winning dirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I see I'm it, gesturing Daniel. to Corey right now. Yeah, go that ahead, Daniel. exactly how I see this game playing out. Giants win dirty. This game's going to be a low-scoring game. Minnesota also, you know, we're talking about the Chargers. Minnesota has been very underwhelming on a lot of games that they should really manhandle the other team with. And, um, you know, we mentioned all year about them kind of being fake. You know, they, they have, like, uh, nearly double-digit wins within a single score this year. So it kind of seems like um, the that Lions team, like, four or five years ago that um, had all these comeback victories. And we all knew when they made the playoffs that they weren't going to do anything. Um, That's what this feels like to me. And Minnesota's defense has not been all it's cracked up to be. Um, And I, I, something about Daniel Jones this year, you know, it's a contract year. They declined his fifth year option. He's super motivated right now. And they're talking about extension. He, I I feel like he's going to come out. Daniel Jones is going to have like 50, 60 yards rushing in this game. And Saquon Barkley is going to do the rest. And then they're going to have just some random role play uh, guys kind of make the difference in this game. And I, I can see the giants winning this game. You know, giants are my pick. I think I'm I'm going Giants. I'm going to lean that direction. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Minnesota. We've talked about this all season long. They've won a lot of games last minute by a couple of points. They haven't ever blown anybody away. The Giants are a team that during the season we would have expected Minnesota to blow away that they probably wouldn't have. Did they play each other this year? I don't think they did. Um, every every first-round matchup in the playoffs has played each other this year. That's right. Wow. Yes, that's right. You said that. Um, I'm curious, Daniel, please look that score up. But this is a game that I, am. I think on paper I expect Minnesota to blow them away. They're not going to, though. They're just going to keep the, in the, the game. And The Giants beat them 27-24 in oh. week 15. <laughs> Another close oh. game. Daniel, yeah. Daniel Jones' like mobility has been an absolute key to this offense. I mean, I, I can't name more than one wide receiver of real relevance for the Giants, but they're winning games. Uh, it's not all Saquon Richie Barkley. James. Yeah, that's the thing, Tony. Like, Kenny Galladay is like just, just – he's a, he's a, he's a bench player You forget he's even on the roster. Um, right. Isaiah Hodgins. Okay. Richie James. These are the guys – Darius Slayton, these are the guys that Daniel Jones is throwing to and succeeding. Okay. So I, I feel like it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. I'll take it too. Yeah, we got to remember on these, though, it's hard to beat a football team twice. We just got to keep uh, that in mind. Yes. We, and it, we is called the playoffs. Two. it literally, anything goes in the playoffs. I'm going to put, but I think we agree we're putting the Giants on the board. Like that, that's our pick yeah, as yeah. a group, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, even even if I said Minnesota, you both said you thought the Giants were going to win. 
Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm in. Then we'll throw them on the board. Let's make one board to to rule them all here. Moving on, uh, Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals. Another situation where unfortunately a star quarterback is not going to be on the field. Lamar Jackson's already been ruled out, and as a consequence, the Bengals are home team favored by eight and a half points on DraftKings. Uh, as they should be. As they should be. And I think that's a game where they, again, will cover more than eight and a half. I hope this is something you guys talk about in the best bets. Huntley, is he even healthy? No. Okay, so they're on the third string quarterback going to the playoffs against one of the hottest teams in football. I'm taking Huntley Cincinnati. didn't even practice today. I'm taking today being Wednesday. Cincinnati, and I don't really have much to add to I, I, it. We all are. Yeah, we all I are. Mean, I, yeah. I and think. by the way, Tony, Jacksonville Jacksonville would be playing Kansas City there, so make sure you switch those. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it, it, sorry to butt in, but, um, yeah, Baltimore just doesn't have it right now. Very underwhelming team. Uh, no Lamar. You know, and they have just not – they've been struggling – um, even even when they had Lamar, it was it was a struggle, and um, Cincinnati is just on a mission right now. Tony, or uh, sorry, Corey has been all over the Bengals this year, and um, they kind of started off a little slow, but they they have heated up so much to where I, I I like Cincinnati to also play in the Super Bowl again this year. I think Joe Burrow has somehow even taking a step. He, he's taken a step above what he did last year. And I, I think he has just ascended into the elite category. I think he's passed up Herbert um, to where he's like a top three quarterback in the entire NFL. Yeah. Um, and I, I love Cincinnati right now. They're putting it together on defense piece by piece, but their offense is just unstoppable uh, right now. And um, I, I think they can handle anybody. Yeah, the, the AFC's got the top three guys, right? Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and uh, Joe Burrow, and we get to watch them all in the next couple of weeks face off. It's going to be really fun. I've got Cincinnati. They may have well. four, four out of the top five. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence coming up. Uh, you, Herbert, you, throw... I mean, you could tell you, I mean, Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, I, I might, you know, I'd have to really think about it. I have to see a list, but they, I mean, Five out of six, at least, right there. You can throw Lamar in that mix if you want to as well. I, I don't think I would right now. I mean, I, I don't either, but it, it's somebody you could throw in the mix, right? Some sure. of, you've got all the talent right now. Yeah, but I think Cincinnati wins this game handily. I, I, I do want to mention, too, it was, it was so funny. Um, this week, before any practice updates came in, uh, there was a better in Vegas that put down, listen to this, 880 thousand dollars for the ravens to cover the spread my god in vegas eight almost a million eight hundred eighty thousand dollars before they knew about lamar i feel like they had to kind of know about lamar but i feel like that's just chalking it up to this being a division game and cincinnati baltimore games they're either complete blowouts or very very close low scoring games um and i feel like this is going to kind of be more of a blowout (laughs) so he's going to lose that money the last of the wild card round, Dallas Cowboys, a wild card against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How about Tom Brady finally finally eked it out? Huh? Yeah. Well, you knew this was going to happen. We know he's going to the Super Bowl. He's he's <laughs> Talk it up as a win. Oh, Super Bowl. Oh, God. So Daniel's Talk taking Tampa up. Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Corey. I'm sorry. I said it backwards. Corey's taking Daniel Bay. 
Daniel. Daniel Bay. I'm sorry. I'm stumbling all over myself here because I keep saying your names wrong. Well, I'll save you, Tony, because I am also taking Tampa Bay. Um, Dallas, it's 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 kind of one of those teams that's just been – it just feels like a game that's going to – so two good defenses, right? Tampa and Dallas, and it just feels like a game that's going to get me really, really close all the way until the end, and who has the ball last – and you know what happens if Tom Brady has the ball last. They're going to win the game. And his guys are healthy. You know, Mike Evans is healthy. Look at the game he had last week, two weeks ago. I mean, my God. Uh, Chris Godwin, he's got the weapons. Um, Dallas, it's kind of like if you stop the two running backs, which Tampa Bay has the linebackers to do that for sure, um, and then C.D. Lamb has these very underwhelming games sometimes that just makes you kind of scratch your head. So I feel like they have the linebackers to stop the running backs, the duo, and they they have the defensive backs to make sure C.D. Lamb is essentially double covered, and Dak is just slightly above average to me. So I feel like Tampa is going to win this game. Three upsets in the first round for me. Wow. So now here's our question. We are, are we consensus oh. on this first round? I mean, we're not uh, completely consensus, but I don't disagree with anything enough. I'm really about pu- to put to in really, a six-leg money line. To really pipe we're up about it. mostly yeah. kind of on the same yeah, page. We're, we're kind of on the same page. It's only two upsets, to be fair. Well, based on no. seating. Oh, on seating, yeah, yeah. So here's my thought, guys. We've, we've mapped out the wild card round. I say we put a pin in it. I'll say this file. And then, no, 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 no. no, you want to finish it out? Well, yeah, we, we only have, we only got three games left. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Just real. We don't have to go into depth. We just let's just do a little vote ski here. Yeah, depth is this week, and then if it changes drastically, we can go into depth a little bit next week. Fair enough. Uh, let's start right at the uh, top left of our chart here: Kansas City uh, versus Jacksonville. Anybody see anything oh, I, crazy? I see you rocking back and forth, Corey. I think it'd be a really fun game. Actually, I do. I do too. I really do too. Part of me wants to take Jacksonville, but you just gotta you gotta take Kansas City. Kansas City. I agree. I'm I'm right there with Torn, but Kansas City. Yep. I'm not gonna go against Patrick Mahomes against Jacksonville, although Jacksonville's been a good team. Uh, and although I, like you said, it's got, that would this is gonna be a fun game if this is the game we get. Uh, I'm not prepared to uh, I'm not prepared to die on that hill today. Cincinnati and Buffalo. I'm putting my vote in for Cincinnati. This is the best best game out of the four. Absolutely. If this happens. Absolutely. Um, this is two two teams that honestly deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Um, gosh. So if you told me right now, like out of these eight teams, take uh, take pick a team to win the Super Bowl. It's kind of like I would put my money on Buffalo, but my heart would cheer for Cincinnati. So, I, like, my money would go on Buffalo just to kind of just to kind of hedge it, but I'm going to take Cincinnati here. I think That's, it's it's almost destined to be Kansas City Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game. I feel like it's been it's been kind of destiny for weeks now. Buffalo has had these head scratching games, and albeit against like their division rivals, um, but man, they they just they have these weird games where they kind of get shut down which kind of feels weird talking about Josh Allen, but I, 
Cincinnati has not really had those games recently. Cincinnati so, hasn't had those games recently. Uh, not no. at all. Not at all. They did the opposite. They started slow. They found themselves yeah. again. You know, we started the season thinking, what the fuck happened? The curse is real. Well, Joe Burrow might be about to break the curse. I don't know. Too soon to tell. I'm going to move on. I'm going to take my vote for Cincinnati also. Although this is another game where, you know, just like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas shows up. I don't know if I said that, but I was thinking it in my head. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas shows up and somehow somehow just outscores Tom Brady. I could see that happening. But sure. I'm not I'm not predicting Easily. I'm not, Easily. I'm not predicting that. Um, no, Tampa's looked awful most of the year. Most of the year. <laughs> it could easily happen. But this isn't about them. I think that Cincinnati is just as good a team as Buffalo, a little bit more explosive. Uh, we, I think they're a more complete offense, and that's kind of sure. that's kind of where I'll leave it there. Stefan Diggs is incredible, but how he is. how much different? Outside of that, it's so inconsistent. It, it's so it's, it drops off so much more in Cincinnati's yeah. favor. So I'll take Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati has the edge on running back, wide receiver two, and offensive line. Like it's. It's got a lot of check marks going in Absolutely. its direction. Um, Philadelphia would host the Giants. Division game, you know, it's always going to be tough, but I think Philly pulls this one out. They're just a better roster, top to bottom. Um, Jalen Hurts gets kind of that extra week to to yeah. get more healthy, and um, I, I think they they take this one not handily because you can't really like have the Giants had a blowout loss this year. Like I feel like they're the yeah. team that always. Yeah. Have they? Yeah, to Philly, uh, 48-22 or earlier well, Jesus. in the season. There so, we go. But listen, the same team we're talking about. The, the, they played this past week of the season, and it was 22-16. to 16, So I, That's what I feel you know, like. If they can, if they can inch, this is a winnable game for the Giants. They've inched their way closer, and there are two matchups, but Philly's a better team. I'd, I'd have to take Philly. Philly's the better team, and we'd be fools to take the Giants. Uh, I do think they've been shelving Jalen Hurts for this. Yep, and he'll be back. Uh, we'll see if he. Has they, any... need, they only. I think they only played him last week because they hadn't had the number one seed secured, and they just did it to get the number one seed. And now they said, "Hey, look, you go out get the number one seed, you get another week of rest, and you're you're good again." But if they would have, well, like Jalen Hurts would not have played last week. Well, yeah, I think it's good that he played, so he's not five weeks out of yeah. I love game action. So you got to get him in there. I, I love what they did there. Yeah. Um, last of the divisional round, Tampa, San Francisco, Woo. and Tampa Bay. Tampa. Wow, this one I'm uh, struggling. Brady. I, I struggle Brady. with this one. Tampa. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna disagree oh, with you. Oh, boys, come on! I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna Brock take the Niners. Purdy, I, Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady. You're taking it's not Brock about Purdy. The, it's not about the quarterbacks. All right. Um, All right. In in this in this scenario, it's about the roster. And when you get to the playoffs, it's about, you know, running game, defense, and how deep you are. And I, I feel like Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, sorry, Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Is not Mike. Jesus, wow. Um, yeah, he has done a good job of not putting these games in Brock Purdy's hands. You know, they are winning these games with Brock Purdy's help, but it's not because of Brock Purdy, like, you know, they're not down 10 and it's Brock Purdy's job to come back and win these games. They are, they're just, they're flexing their roster and their deep talent on, on teams. And they're just so stacked. How could you bet against them? 
I'm, I'm taking the 49ers in this one. Yeah, I you agree. guys are dirtbags. <clears throat> the Bucks have had too many injuries this year, and Tom Brady is done. He's done. I mean, we. I just. I think back to all the times I've doubted him, and he's proved me wrong every time. I'm gonna love when the Bucks win this game, and I know Corey, Corey. you could just you could just flex all over us. Just curb style. Take, take, take it away. Yeah, full permission. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> so now we're down to the conference rounds. We have Kansas City. Dream, dream scenario here. Kansas City and Cincinnati versus Philadelphia and San Francisco, just the way it's supposed to be. Um, at this point, I'm gonna let's switch it up. We'll start with the NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like uh, Philadelphia better. Yep, yeah, I like yeah. Philly. If we make it this um, far, then I'm, I'm taking Philadelphia. See, at this point, it might be down to because so you have two teams with very, very good rosters. Um, Philly is so deep, you know, top to bottom with defense and even gosh, even special teams. But, um, then, then it's down to, to the quarterbacks. And I think Jalen hurts has taken that next step into like becoming like, if he does this again, then maybe we could talk about him being elite, you know, in that next step here. But, um, you gosh, as far as rosters go, you know, forget Kansas city and Cincinnati, these two teams right here have the best like overall talented rosters in the entire NFL, in my opinion, Philly and the 49ers. Yeah. I think I'm taking, I think I'm taking Philly here to get to the, to get to the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, uh, as I say that, I'm it's like, tough. just cringing because <laughs> I really tough. wanted to, I really wanted the 49ers. <laughs> I know I did too. <clears throat> I think, I think uh, this game, if we get this game, this is the Buffalo bills chiefs game that we got last year. This this potentially all time great football game right here. Uh, it's a coin flip. They're both fantastic teams. I, I'd probably put my vote in for San Fran. I just think yeah, I'm switching. I'm switching. Okay. I'm taking it. I'm taking the same. If you take down Tom Brady, you're probably beating Philly. Yeah. 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 If you take down Tom Brady, it's you know, coaching wise, you know, Sirianni has really shocked me this year, but coaching wise, I believe in Shanahan more than Sirianni. And it may come down to one of the, kind of those one possession games and coaching is a big deal in the playoffs with that. What's, so San Fran's just, without their starting quarterback is still a juggernaut. It's so it's crazy. Yeah. That's coaching. That's coaching right there. Yeah. Not, not, not losing it. They've lost two quarterbacks. Yeah. It's amazing. They're onto their third string. San Fran's <laughs> here. 40 something overall pick. San Fran's here every year and they've got a different quarterback every year and they still figure it out. And I think they actually punched through to the Super Bowl this year. That's crazy. If they beat Tom Brady, that's yeah. probably won't happen. <laughs> All right, this is the one. This is it. This is it. This is it. I don't even have like an opinion here. I don't. I don't. Kansas City or Cincinnati? That's Cincinnati. Cincinnati this beat the Chiefs even... three times in 2022. <laughs> They've got their number. They're my Super Bowl pick. Cincinnati's going to the Super Bowl. What'd you say? Cincinnati beat the Chiefs what? Three times in 2022. This past year? Yes. They didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's using a loophole here because there were two seasons played in in the year of 2022. There was the end of the 2020 season and the beginning of the... Sorry. 
end of the 2021 season, the beginning of the 2022 season. So they've played each other once this year, right? Yep. They beat them in the playoffs. And they beat them in week 17 of, of 20, at the end of 2021 season. They beat the Chiefs three times in 2022. Wow. <laughs> Say it again. That feels good. The Bengals beat the Chiefs three times in 2022, boys. And one of those was a playoff game. Okay. Uh, Does that sway you at all, Daniel? Not really. You're taking the Chiefs? I take, honestly. You have to pick one. This is a a sit back and watch game and just watch greatness. Like, just because Patrick Mahomes, man. It's just so hard to bet against him. But then you got Joe Burrow in that roster. They have a better roster than the Chiefs. Who are you picking, Tony? I'm picking I'm picking Cincinnati. All right, that's our pick. Then just, then just put it on the board then. And it, and it goes back to just what we were saying before. The, the variable is, you know, we talked about the differences between, let's say, Stefan Diggs and the wide receiver group of Cincinnati. Like, that's an extreme fall off. And I think to their detriment. The thing about the Chiefs is they've got Patrick Mahomes, and that covers up a lot of deficits. So it can be misleading. It can be masking. Patrick Mahomes, like we've all seen it time and time again. Like he's looking behind him and somehow throws the ball. Like he's running the wrong direction and somehow throws the ball for a touchdown over his head, upside down, to a Travis Kelsey who's doing a cartwheel at the five-yard line. Like weird shit happens. He doesn't, he doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Uh, and he can make up for a lot of deficits, but you catch him, you catch him a couple of times, uh, and he won't be able to make it up anymore. Uh, so for that reason, because it's a better team, I, I do think that Cincinnati right now is a better team. Um, I'm taking them, which gives us the Bengals and the Niners in the Super Bowl. It's a toughie. You two figure this out. I want you two to figure it out. I'll go Bengals. Uh, they were my pick to get here. Um, I can't put them against Tampa, so we got San Fran. I think Bengals revenge tour. If they were playing Tampa, who would you pick? Ooh, Bengals. I think wow. it'd, be, it'd be the it'd be the passing of the guard, bud. Tom Brady's done. I, I think it, it would be so crazy if Brock Purdy won a Super Bowl with Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> imagine. I so just not not just because of that because I really think the Bengals are just a strong team. And if it was down to these two teams, I would pick the Bengals. They are just too potent uh, on offense, really, really hard to stop. And Joe Burrow's got another gear in him that is just it's uh it's awesome. Like part of me feel like San Fran's got that college style like they just kind of move it around however they just get it done they get it to chris mccaffrey blah 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 cincinnati kind of does it the old school way and for some reason in the super bowl scenario i just feel like that's the way that that would prevail you know just the old-fashioned drop back sling it get it done you know the you know purdy you know those that cincinnati defense gets up in their face shuts down the backfield game I, i i do like cincy here Tony, since you do, you agree with us? I don't disagree with you. I think it's a really tall shot. You know, I guess when I think about, 
I don't know. I think these teams are evenly matched. I'll say that. I think they're equally balanced. I think all the advantages that Cincinnati, that I was talking about, that they would have up to this point, you can't say that anymore. Uh, I think they're evenly coached. If anything, I think San Francisco's probably got a little bit better coach. He's got, they've got a coach that's got more playoff experience. They've got a, a coach that's got more I wouldn't disagree experience. with that. Um, yeah. So on that side, I kind of lead towards San Francisco. The big knock here is uh, obviously that they're working on the last pick of the draft, Brock Purdy. Having said that, he's winning games. I mean, he's winning a lot of games. And he has fucking nothing to lose. Like literally fucking nothing to lose. Imagine, imagine the freedom of waking up in the morning. Like at this, at this point, okay, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to take me a second to articulate what I'm saying. Cause I'm probably actually going to change my vote to San Francisco by the time this is all done, but it doesn't matter. The group has decided. Anyway, imagine feeling Mr. Irrelevant. Trey Lance goes down. It doesn't matter because Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo's in the building. Jimmy Garoppolo shows up, starts winning a couple of games. Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Oh, shit. Now it's my turn to go. It's early in the season. How are we going to win some football games? Like, these are the nerves, right? Luckily, for everybody in the organization, Brock Purdy had a long time to not only get over some of these nerves and to become the starter and to become the guy in practice and to become the guy in the huddle calling the plays. Like, he had some time to do that while he was winning. It's not like he was doing it on a bad team and now all of a sudden, oh, just, oh, shit, how did we get here? Like, Jacksonville, like, fucking Miami. Like, imagine the third-string quarterback in Miami right now. He had no time to prepare for this emotionally or mentally or any of that. We don't talk about that enough in football, but it's a big part of the game. Like, you got to be fucking ready to go out there. Brock Purdy's ready to play. And imagine the freedom of having all of that, all of those guts worked out during the regular season while you were winning. To Brock Purdy, he's going to wake up and say, holy shit, I'm in the Super Bowl. I can't believe it. This is a dream come true. Let's go ball. Like, that's got to be his mindset. He has literally nothing to lose. So for that reason, and because I think San Francisco is just as good a team as Cincinnati, I'm going to go with San Francisco. They have nothing to lose. 49ers undefeated with Brock Purdy. Um, and could this be history repeating itself? I mean, Tom Brady... That's one syllable, two syllable, Brock Purdy, one syllable, two syllable, late draft pick, early Super Bowl win on crazy circumstances where he shouldn't have even been playing quarterback. Could be. Did we just get a new Tom Brady? Is it Brock Purdy and nobody knew? Brock, Brock Purdy, Tom Brady. Okay, okay. If you had to bet, how many Super Bowls would you bet that Brock Purdy will win? Over, uh, under, over, over, under seven. Over, <laughs> over, under seven. Best bets of the week. Uh, I would go over, under 0.5 and say zero. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to best bets of the week. This is the segment where Daniel and I square off. We both pick four games to bet on each week. I pick four spreads. Daniel picks four over, unders. It's playoff time. Uh, I guess real quick, last week we both went two and two. Where are we at here to finish the regular season? Uh, the regular season standings are you at 38, 32, and one, and okay. I am 49 and 25. Okay. Uh, how many games back am I? 
11 games back. Okay. So we've but upped the stakes. You can make it all up. Basically. Yeah, we, we've we upped the stakes here. So a few less games this week. We talked about maybe picking fewer games, but you know what? That's just, you know, that's some Bush League shit. We're, yeah. both, picking, we're both picking four games. We're still going at it. Oh. But the games this week are worth two points. Three. Three. We decided three, didn't we? Three points a game this week. They're going to be worth more next week. So, mm. you know, this. There's only two teams in the league here. We both made the playoffs and it's playoff times. These games matter. (laughs) Uh, First game of the week. We just kind of went over all these. Uh, Seattle travels to San Francisco in the wild card round. Uh, Pete Carroll's already admitted that he's going to get his ass whooped. I kind of (laughs) feel the same way. Uh, Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. And I've got San Fran covering nine and a half and winning this football game handily. I like it. I also think Seattle will compete uh, because I also have this game. And when I say compete, I mean, put enough points on the board to get the total above 42 and a half. Um, They have DK healthy, Lockett healthy, Kenneth Walker healthy. Um, uh, Seattle at 49ers, 42 and a half seemed too low to me. So I am taking the over on the first game of the playoffs. I think it's going to be a good one. I like that. Uh, San Fran can put up 40 by themselves. So correct. Uh, Buffalo is at home. Miami comes into Buffalo spreads 13 and a half. Buffalo is the favorite. Miami's starting the third string quarterback. He's not very good. Buffalo is a playoff team. They've been a playoff team the past two, three years. Uh, I've got Buffalo covering 13 and a half. Should be an absolute ass whooping, I hope. Upped out. It's an easy one. Um, second game that I have is on Saturday as well. The Jags hosting the Chargers. And we mentioned earlier in the podcast that the last game they played was 38 to 10. Um, so that hit 40, 48 points. And the over under is conveniently placed at. 47 and a half. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, I like the under in this one. I, I, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring and one-sided as the other one was. I think it's going to be kind of a, um, I don't know, like a 22 to 16, just random game like that. Um, I, I like the under in this game. I, I don't think either offenses are going to overwhelm the other. Just something about this game tells me that it's going to be the under. Um, so I, I like 47.5 under on on the Chargers-Jags. Uh, in case you missed it, Tony, uh, I picked San Fran minus 9.5 at home versus Seattle. Oh, my God. That's not the one I thought you picked. And then I had Buffalo minus 13.5 at home. Uh, Tony has the edge here. Or, uh, <laughs> Corey has the edge. I don't know if, Tony, you were putting both of those in there. You you definitely should. But, uh, I absolutely uh, Corey's, put both of those in, yeah. Yeah, Corey, Corey's gone 2-0 so far. So go ahead, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third game of the week, the Giants travel to Minnesota. Uh, we, we talked about it all before. You know, Kirk Cousins, you know, it's, it's an afternoon game, but it's going to slide into primetime here a little bit. And it is primetime because it's the playoffs. Uh, the Giants win dirty. Uh, we'll see what happens here. We we all pick the Giants here in our bracket, and I'm taking the Giants plus three at, Man- at Minnesota. Yep. So Corey goes three and zero so far. To be fair, um, as an addendum here, this was one of the games where I my gut tells me Minnesota should win this game. Should. 
They, they should, should. They should win this game. I've been have let down won enough every times. game that they've lost and like nearly lost this year. I've been so let down enough times that I went with it, but but I'm not saying yeah. that Minnesota is going to win this. That that the Giants are going to win this game. But but having said that, I'm not arguing with you, Corey, at all. You know. <sighs> What's good about the playoffs is that this is the rubber meets the road and whatever team shows up, shows up and the rest is history. So this is, this is when real football starts. This is, this is going to be great. Um, I also have that game and I think we all agree that if this turns into a barn burner, high scoring game, the Vikings win this game. So I think the consensus is that this is going to be kind of a lower scoring grinder normal Giants game with, you know, Barkley and Cook kind of dueling it out here. Um, and it's the over-under is 48 and a half, which is actually pretty high. Uh, I, I thought it would be a lot lower. Um, so I like the under on this one. Um, Giants have a decent defense, and I think they could hopefully plan against Justin Jefferson and keep the Vikings at bay. And uh, I, I think uh, if the Giants have any chance of winning this game they gotta keep the under uh close so i'll i like the under 48 and a half is a lot of points for this game uh fellas we've got a question from chat here uh yeah. by the way live on twitch uh at huddle up a football podcast hollow point 2041 says i have a football question i heard there was a team that somehow blew a 33 point lead a few weeks ago stop reading the oh! question God damn it, hollow point. <laughs> do, we, do we fucking know this guy? Do we know this guy? Yeah, we, never mind. Not anymore. Hey, do we know this guy? Uh, let's take him out. Uh, the, uh, two messages were deleted, and hollow point has been banned from the chat. <laughs> uh, final game of the week, Tampa Bay is at home. Dallas comes into town. Uh, just rolling with the punches here, boys. I got Tampa plus two and a half. I, uh, Dak Fucker. Prescott or the goat? Who the fuck you taking, dude? Mm. Mm. I mean, who, who you taking? You're taking Tom Brady. Tampa plus two and a half at home in a playoff game with Tom Brady as the quarterback. Yeah, you know it's crazy. We have we have three matching games, Corey. Because what, I also, what are the odds of that? Oh, Tony, would you bet that we'd have three out of four? <laughs> Best bets of the week. <laughs> uh, I have the Cowboys at Bucks, and I kind of like the Vikings uh, Giants game. I think we agree that if Tom Brady is going to keep up in this game and win this game, it's going to hit the under. Like yeah, I, yeah. like I like I mentioned early uh, in the in the conversation when we were going through this game. Two good defenses, okay, and two offenses that don't seem to have it all together every given week. Um, so it's they're not playing Kansas City, they're not playing the Bengals, like these these high you know high talent offenses. So I, I feel like forty five and a half was a little too much for me um, in this game. So I'm gonna take the under on uh, Cowboys at Bucks. Uh, two good defenses here going at it, and um, yeah. Three unders and one over this week for me. Man, I am struggling uh, putting these together. I've got two of Corey's that I think are slam dunks. Yeah. And I try, to, I try to mix it up. I try to at least put one in from the other team, but I'm struggling, Daniel. You're picking a lot of unders on games that I would kind of anticipate overs. Well, 
I, I like the under. The playoffs are going to be a little dirtier, Tony. That's just how it is. Yep. You know, yep, these, yep, yep. these teams are going to tighten up a little bit. Unders make sense. If I was going to pick one of these to go under, I like that Tampa-Dallas game. I really do like the under on that. Okay. So are you putting four legs, Tony, or three? I'm going to do three legs. With... Yeah, I'm going to do three legs. Okay. I'm not the one I'm the most confident. Okay. The one I'm the most confident in is the Seahawks-Niners going over 42 and a half. Points will be scored in this game. The Seahawks are not a slack offense. Like, yeah, Geno Smith just set the single-season passing yards record for the Seahawks. They have a bad defense, okay? The Niners are going to rip them apart. We all know that. But the Seahawks have the capability of putting up points. They have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker, and serviceable tight ends, okay? 42 and a half. That's the lowest set of all my bets that I have this week. 47 and a half, 48 and a half, 45 and a half. That's the one I'm the most confident in going over. And that's the one that I bet. Bills minus 13 and a half. Niners minus nine and a half. Over 42 and a half for Seattle and Niners. Oh my gosh. $25 pays $170.34. Okay. Everybody listening, lock that in right Somebody call now. JP Morgan right now. Because they're going to need some loans to pay out these bets. <laughs> You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three. Ha, ha, ha.